Hi, my name is Gary Amaral with Tentmaker Ministries. I'm going to speak on this particular video series on a topic that is really dear to my heart, and it's the topic of toxic Bibles. You might want to know what it what is a toxic Bible? You probably have never heard that term before. Maybe it has never been expressed. Maybe I just coined a new word, a new phrase. I don't know. But in my life, I've been a Christian for 23 years, and I can say without hesitation that I was poisoned by a group of Bibles that I have labeled today toxic Bibles. I became a Christian at age of 23, uh, 23 years ago, <clears throat> at age 37. And it was the most wonderful time of my life. This Jesus character, who was my favorite cuss word, became the most precious word in my vocabulary. And this thing of, uh, that Christians you know, talk about, you know, having a rebirth um, that was just empty words to me at age 37 on Valentine's Day, 1985, that happened to me. And it was, beyond a shadow of a doubt, the most wonderful thing that happened in my life. I was full of life. I was full of joy. That peace that passes all understanding that the Bible talks about it, it was mine. It was wonderful to be living compared to what my life was as an atheist and as an alcoholic. I started going to church. I started reading the Bible. I was sharing this joy with people around me, with my friends and, and uh, business associates. And people saw a brand new person in Gary Emerald. But after three or four years of being in many churches, um, I mean, I loved going to church. I'd go to church most of the time when it was open. If there was a speaker, a special program or something like that, I was there. And after four years of being a Christian, a zealous Christian, I came to a state of being in a condition that was worse than I was as an, as an alcoholic and as an atheist. I wanted to die. I was such a hypocrite, and I thought that my friends, my Christian friends and my pastor, we were all a bunch of pretenders, and life was miserable. I was not happy with, with, with what was going on in my soul. And I told God that. I told God, I said, you know, whatever is going on here, I was better off as an atheist. I can't go back to atheism because I knew that Jesus Christ was indeed the Son of God and that He was my Savior. It was, it was impossible to go back to atheism. But my Christian life stank, and I didn't want any part of it anymore. And I didn't know what was going on. I didn't understand what, what, what was happening. But what ended up happening, and I didn't know it then, but over the last few years, I've discovered that I had been poisoned. I had been poisoned by toxic Bibles. Bibles that have concepts of God and His plan of salvation that are not in the original Greek and the original Hebrew, the original languages of the Bible. I had been taught in church that the Bible was the inerrant, infallible, God-breathed uh, Word of God. And that's simply not true. 
the Word of God is a person and his name is Jesus. And these Bible translations, nobody told me when I was in church that there was a major difference between many Bible translations. This group of Bibles that you see right here in front of me, I call them toxic Bibles. They, this group right here, they poisoned me. And these right here are the leading selling Bible translations in English in the entire world. I'm talking about, for example, for the Catholics, the New Jerusalem Bible. For the Protestants, the International Standard Version. The King James Version. The Amplified. The New American Standard. The Message. The New Revised Standard. The uh, Inter English Standard Version. The New International Version. The New King James Bible. The top selling Bible translations in English are toxic. They have concepts of God that are absolutely, utterly false, and they will ultimately rob you of the joy and the peace and the life that Jesus Christ gives you when you are born from above and He sends His Holy Spirit and He sends the, the fruit of the Spirit to you. These Bibles here will ultimately leave you in despair, will ultimately put you in a state of mind of becoming a Pharisee, of becoming a hypocrite, of becoming double-minded, and ultimately really being no earthly good to Jesus. This set of Bible translations here, no one ever told me while I was in church even existed. No pastor while I was in the main type of churches uh, main Protestant churches, Charismatic, Pentecostal, Baptist, Methodist, you name it, Presbyterian, I was in it. No pastor, no Bible uh, um, teacher ever told me these Bible translations existed. What's different about these Bible translations from these uh, main selling, leading selling, toxic Bible translations? These Bibles consistently, from cover to cover, declare Jesus Christ as the Savior of the entire world. That, that there is no hell, there is no concept of everlasting punishment, that the Greek and the Hebrew do not have such concepts, and they faithfully, correctly translated the words like hell, uh, behind the word hell, Hades, Tartaru, Sheol, Gehenna, as places of temporary consignment. There is no such thing in the Greek and the Hebrew as the concept of a place where God or, uh, either tortures everybody for the ages of the for, forever and ever, or a place of eternal separation. That whole concept is foreign to the Jews, is foreign to the Hebrews, and it's foreign to the early church. It's foreign to Jesus. The word hell was never in Jesus's mouth in the original uh, Aramaic that he spoke. That concept of hell was injected into the church through certain men, Jerome and Augustine and Constantine in the 4th and 5th century. These Bibles are come as a result of, of that concept, that pagan concept of hell being injected into the church. And they are the leading selling Bible translations. They're the ones that you'll find in the Christian bookstore. And these are the ones that are going to rob you of your joy. 
They're going to rob you of your witness and they're going to make you a double-minded hypocrite. They're going to make you Christian a Pharisee, just like they did me. And this set of Bible translations that is consistent that God is love and that love never fails and that he will draw all mankind unto himself, these consistently teach universal salvation. You won't find the word hell in them and you won't find the concept of everlasting punishment in them. And I'm talking about books like Weymouth's New Testament. You can still buy that one. Rotherham's Emphasized Bible. The Concordant Literal New Testament. Young's Literal Translation of the Holy Bible. Understand, dear reader, these are Bible translations that have been around for a long time and they do not have the concept of hell in them. They do not have the concept of everlasting punishment in them. What a remarkable difference between these translations that say that most of mankind is going to rot in hell forever and ever. These Bible translations do not state that. New Testament, the New Covenant by Overbear, by Overbury. The American Standard Version 1901. This one has the word hell in it, but there are many places in there that, that, that give the person uh, enough of a hint, enough of a clue that there's something that has been terribly mistranslated behind, the, behind uh, our English word everlasting for, and forever. This translation here shows that these translations, there's something wrong with it. But this isn't a perfect no hell Bible. This one here, the Aramaic New Testament, no hell in it. The Sacred Scriptures, Concordant Version. This is a beautiful one. I wish I could uh, bring the camera up close to show you. It's got the original Greek in the original unsealed version. Uh, I don't know of any other uh, Greek translation that's like that. It's got the English on one side. It's got the original unsealed Greek and with the English underneath it. No hell Bible. This is the concordant Greek text. It's, it's in the same family as this. No hell Bible. The Holy Bible in modern English. Fenton Farrar. 20th century New Testament. Understand, these Bibles are all Bibles that consistently declare God is love and that His love never fails and that He will draw all mankind to himself. There is no hell. These Bible translations were translated from the original Greek and the Hebrew, and the translators did not find this pagan concept of hell in them. This group of toxic Bibles have injected this horrible pagan concept of hell into them, and it is time to rid these Bibles of that pagan concept. It destroys our minds and it destroys our hearts and it turns us into double-minded hypocrites and it makes God a double-minded hypocrite too. Here's another one, New Testament by by Nathaniel Scarlet, 1798, No Hell Bible. This is a very old, ancient one, uh, American one um, by Abner Neeland in uh, late early 1800s, I don't have, 1823, no hell Bible. The emphatic Diaglot, 
The New Testament, Cunnington's translation. The Western New Testament. The Numeric English New Testament. New Testament, a translation by... Uh, Reverend Edgar Lewis Clemenson. The New Testament of our Lord and Savior Jesus Anointed by Tomanac. The People's New Covenant. The New Testament by Graeber. Restoration of Sacred Name Bible. another concordant. Here's a manuscript that I got from someone who, tr who translated. He's dead. I, I could never find out who it was, but it was a manuscript version. Again, a translation with no hell in it. And down here is another one by Dr. Hansen in 1880, something like that, called um, The New Covenant. No hell. No hell in any of these Bibles, no concept of everlasting punishment. And you, dear Christian, it's time for you to study. It's time for you to find out what is going on. And you, non-Christian, who has rejected Jesus Christ because he just didn't make sense to you, the whole concept of God sending most of mankind to a place to be tortured and tormented forever and ever, this kind of concept made, made no sense to you. Guess what? It makes no sense to God either. It makes no sense to Jesus. And today it makes no sense to me anymore. Because I studied these toxic Bibles and they poisoned me. And I studied these no hell, no everlasting punishment concept Bibles and they set me free. And my dear viewer, I hope and pray that this little video will get you to study and get you to go up to tentmaker.org, go up to our scholars section, study this out for yourself, and be set free from this rotten, wretched doctrine of eternal torment. Set yourself free and discover a God who is love, who is all-powerful, and who is all-knowing, and He wants to get to know you because He made you and He loves you beyond your wildest dreams. Visit tentmaker.org and discover a God whose love is truly unconditional. Mm -hmm.